and welcome to 5MI Weekly. If you're interested in orgasms, oh, again, God. you're in the right place. Because today I'm going to be sharing with you the three factors that are most likely to mm. facilitate or inhibit a person's ability to have an orgasm. <clears throat> Before I share what these factors are, let's remind ourselves about last week's video content of defining what exactly an orgasm is. An orgasm is a neurological release of muscular tension. An orgasm is controlled by the peripheral and central nervous systems. An orgasm is a reliever of stress, anxiety, depression, and pain. An orgasm is one of life's greatest pleasures. The three factors most likely to facilitate or inhibit a person's ability to have an orgasm are age, biological sex, and what I will refer to as method. Age! It's perfectly natural and normal to have orgasms at any age. For example, during the third trimester of gestation, males have erections and females have been observed performing self-exploratory behaviors that focus on their external sex organs. By the age of two, toddlers are systematically masturbating. By the age of five, children are playing house or doctor. By the age of 18, most teenagers are engaging in oral or vaginal intercourse. From the ages of 18 to 60, adults on average are having oral, vaginal, or anal intercourse about 6,000 times. And senior citizens are one of the fastest growing segments of the European and US populations being diagnosed with sexually transmitted infections. Age facilitates orgasms when pleasure is reinforced throughout the lifespan as something that is fundamental, normal, and beneficial to being human. This reinforcement may look and sound something like this. Janie, sweetie, it's perfectly normal for you to play with your clitoris, but we don't do that at the dinner table. How about you wait for that kind of playing until you're alone, okay? I think it's great that grandma and grandpa are taking that couples class designed by the local sexologist to spice up their sex life, you know, after all, you never stop needing intimate touch. Age inhibits orgasms when pleasure is presented throughout the lifespan as something that is unnatural, abnormal, or pathological. This inhibition may look and sound something like this. What is wrong with you, Johnny? Your private parts are only for peeing. Good little boys never do such things. Clarice, face the facts. You're menopausal. You are crazy to even be thinking about having sex anymore when you can't even have babies. Biological sex! It's perfectly natural and normal for all the biological sexes to have orgasms. Our bodies are chock full of erogenous zones, and erogenous zones exist for us to experience pleasure. Of all the erogenous zones, by far the most powerful one is the clitoris. 
In terms of nerve innervation, the clitoris has more than 8,000 sensory nerve endings. In comparison, the penis has only about 4,000. And unlike any other part of the body, the clitoris has a single purpose, to bring pleasure to those who possess it. Biological sex facilitates orgasms when pleasure is reinforced to all the biological sexes is something that is fundamental, normal, and beneficial to being human. For example, R.M. Anderson of the Guttmacher Institute reviewed the positive sexuality research literature and found across ages and sexes, frequency of orgasms is associated with self-esteem, self-efficacy, life satisfaction, and overall health. Furthermore, physical health benefits like reducing the probability of cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, and obesity are also associated with orgasm frequency. Biological sex inhibits orgasms when pleasure is used to discriminate between the biological sexes. This discrimination often comes in the form of human sexuality myths. Women's sexual anatomies are designed for reproduction, whereas men's sexual anatomies are designed for pleasure. Men need to have an orgasm during sexual intercourse, and women simply do not. natural and normal for a variety of methods to be used to achieve orgasm. These methods include masturbation and oral, vaginal, and anal intercourse. Across the lifespan and for all the biological sexes, masturbation is by far the most popular of these methods, followed by vaginal, oral, and anal intercourse. Masturbation may be the basis for truly understanding any other method of pleasure. Because the more a person masturbates, the more likely they will be able to achieve orgasms by other methods of pleasure. Method facilitates orgasms when pleasure is reinforced as something to experience with self and others. For example, when David Hurlburt and Karen Whitaker compared married women who are masturbating to orgasm by themselves to married women who are not having orgasms by themselves. They found the women who are having orgasms by themselves require less time to sexual arousal, have significantly more orgasms during sex with their spouses, have greater sexual desires for their spouses, have higher self-esteems, and have greater sexual and marital satisfactions. Method inhibits orgasms when the method itself is presented as being more important than pleasure. Method being more important than pleasure may look and sound something like this. The missionary position should make all women orgasm. Anal sex is only for gay men.
Masturbation is not done by decent women. Kissing is the most important sexual act. Age, biological sex, and methods are natural facilitators of orgasms. Let me repeat that. Age, biological sex, and method naturally facilitate orgasms. However, these factors become inhibitors when society becomes involved. Society's involvement includes guilt for age, stereotypes for biological sex, and judgment for method. So how do we transform guilt, stereotypes, and judgments back into facilitators? Simple, by having more orgasms. I say this not playfully, but seriously. More orgasms for us, regardless of guilt, stereotypes, and judgments, makes our society more empathic, knowledgeable, and satisfied, and less anxious, depressed, and violent. I'll leave you now, by yourself, to work on this transformation. Until next week, when we'll be discussing orgasms within their context of the sexual response cycle. Thank you.